Okay, this is my 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 rant, <clears throat> my heartfelt rant, <clears throat> and I know. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I know, and this is this is geared to people that I know that are listening to my program, that I've been a part or am a part um, with your business, fellowship, whatever it is. You know who you are. Um, and I have to share my heart on this, and I'm keeping it moving, but you need to know this. You should know this, but sometimes it seems like we get caught up into our own little thing, and we act like we don't know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reiterate so you can know. You should know my spirit by now. I came into your life. I did out of obedience what God told me to do. I did it. I did it with excellence. Okay. We all have our pet peeves. We have our flaws. Okay. I showed you who I were in the beginning. No hidden agenda. I don't have time to perpetrate. I'm behind you. I support you. And I only ask for that to be in return. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not just going to cut you off because of ABCDFG. Because at the end of the day, we all say we're going to heaven, right? So how are you just going to cut somebody off in the earth and you think you're going to be with them in heaven? See, a lot of people don't think about that. See, I think about things like that. Like, well, hold up. Because the Word of God tells us, how can you say you love God that you've never seen? you never seen, but you see your brother every day and you say you love him? You say that... that that religion, he said, you've been deceived. The truth not in you. Where's the love of God? Where's the love of Christ? So I look at all of that, y'all, and that's how I operate. I strive to operate as much as possible where the word of God says as much as possible. That's why I don't have time for all this other little patty cake stuff. I'm so busy trying to live the life of Christ that all this other stuff just catch me off guard, and I'm like, whoa, okay, I thought we were walking in the same, we walking, walking this thing out with the same word of God, and I understand there's different levels with everybody, but hey, if you're supposed to know my spirit people, my brothers and my sisters that are listening, those that I know, especially here in Houston, and I know you know I'm talking about you, I'm sharing my heart with you right now. Now it's up to you to really go in prayer and say, you know what? That's my sister, yeah. That, that's not right what we did. That's not right how we did. I know we had to do this, we had to do that. But let's think about this whole thing. That's not right. I believe if you can do that, then you're really walking in the love of God. But see, people who feel like, oh, I don't know what she's talking about. She got a problem. You know, she can't handle it, she can't handle it. Because we going on, we this, we levering up, we doing all this here. And that's just how it is. No, that's pride. Especially if, if, if you know I keep reaching out to you, I'm sending you emails, I'm sending you texts. Sometimes I add another person to the text so they can see I sent the text so it won't come out over the pulpit that some people just walk away. They, they're not really for you. They don't understand. They have their own agenda. The devil is a lie. I never come to anybody with an agenda. 
When I come to a person, and God, matter of fact, God will connect me. I don't go looking. To be honest with you guys, I can do certain stuff. I'm happy. I am really happy in that peace. But it's daddy God that is separating me. Because I had this codependency thing going on that I just had to be connected with somebody. I just had to be with an organization with somebody to 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 make myself more uh, acceptable. Because you know what? I didn't accept myself. But more and more, God have already accepted me in the beloved, and I, and He's freeing me. And look like the more He's freeing me, I'm loving myself and I'm enjoying who I'm becoming. Can you really say that about yourself? I can really say, you guys, I am enjoying what I'm becoming. I'm enjoying myself. I'm accepting who God is really making me to be. And my spirit is freer. I'm not getting cocky with nobody. I'm just becoming who I am. And becoming who I am is causing some riffraff. And it's not purposely done. I reach out to everybody with love. My, my, my daughter pointed something out to me because she, she was like, see, my look, you just did it. The Holy Spirit showed it to me, too. He said, you take all stuff that you not even supposed to take on, but because of your love for the individual and what you can see that you know what they want to do, you have the resources, you automatically go ahead and do it and help that person. That's the love that I'm looking for. You got it. But other people don't understand that type of love. I'm teaching you how to separate, how to know the timing to release certain stuff. Whoa, okay, daddy. So with this, you guys, when I come in your midst, I'm coming to you in love as an innocent little girl. And that's why it may seem like I'm childlike. Or you may think I'm not mature, but really, it's really childlike faith. It's really the spirit of God. It's really the joy, because I always get that. You always have a smile on your face. Even when I'm tired, I'm still smiling. Even when I'm in pain, I'm still smiling. When I'm hurting inside, when somebody, if I got to look at somebody's face when I know you didn't went lied and tell me I don't like you, and you know I didn't send all kind of stuff to you through your email. But then the Holy Spirit showed me something about that, that that person even knows something that's going on. It's somebody else that's instigating something. See, that's another sign of deception. You got instigators in your midst. They're thinking, because they really don't know you, they're stuck in their own little religious act. See, I could be in a room with a lot of people, and I can I could pray, oh, that's a religious spirit, self-righteous. Mm. That's that's they got a spirit to hold them on them. Seductive. I mean, I can see it. But I'm not gonna just sit there and I'm gonna show love towards you. I'm gonna look bef- I'm gonna look beyond your fault and see the need. You need some love in your life. You need some joy in your life. I know what I'm carrying. 
and the devil can't stand it. He all, God already showed it to me. That's my fight. My fight, the good fight of faith, is fighting for my love and my joy that God put in me. God, Jesus, Yah, Yahshua, he gave me this love. He gave me this joy. And the world can't take it from me. The, the, a man or a woman can't take it from me. A leader can't take it from me. Nobody can't take this away from me because God gave it to me. And yeah, I get hurt. I get despondent. I get discouraged. I get disappointed. But guess what? At the end of the day, only thing I can do is say, okay, I appreciate you. I love you. Okay, I understand. But behind closed doors, I'm hurting. I'm disappointed. But God, why why they why didn't I stick in next to me like this? Didn't I do A, B, C, D, E, F, G? If it wasn't for me doing this, that person couldn't do that for them because they didn't have that in order. Didn't I do A, B, C, this? Hey, but they made it seem like they brought it. Matter of fact, they brought it back into my face. Like, didn't they do this to show that they was with me? I never did that to them. I never brought nothing back up with what God told me to do for anybody. I never, and what I mean about that, I never threw that back in their face. I never come to you like a lot of folks. I never, well, well, if you say that, I did this. Da 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 da. What about this? No. You you can never say I did that to you. I just say, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it. You probably even hear it on my program. But I still didn't go into details about it. I just gave scenarios and simulations about it. But I know what I have done. And I know other people are listening to the program that may have connections. So that's why you always hear me say, people, can search a matter out. Learn the vintage point of the whole situation before you make a determination or make judgment on a person. Because anybody can come tell you anything about anybody at any time, and you could take it and run with it. We see that every day on the media. We see that on, on timelines, and people just jump in and just say certain stuff, and they really don't even know the whole matter of the situation. Now you got yourself all caught up. Like I had to go and recant something I mentioned way back last year about Monique. She turned out a $500, what, $1,000 deal with Nextflex? And what did I say? I'm like, but why she did that? She don't understand that next place go all over the world and that give her opportunities to do A, B, C, D, F, G. And then when I really sit there and listen to what was happening to the women, and not only just the women, the black women, I recanted that and say, whoa, she had a right to take a stand. Because I went on the money side and I had to go look a little deeper. And what happened, she rather stood for integrity instead of money. And she, and you know what the Lord said? You do that too. He said, you do that a lot. 
And a lot of people don't understand. You stand for integrity and character, and you'll denounce the money. Because it's the, if it's going to hurt somebody, if I got to weigh it out between money and somebody's character and hurting them, oh, well, you can walk away. You can take your money and go. You can take your influence. Hey, that's not important to me because that's, that person is important to me. Integrity and character. I know that person's spirit. And what's happening here, that is not right. So I count that loss for the integrity and the a character of not only myself, but for that person. Because that person is a priority to me. It's not an option. I'm not just going to pick it up and drop it on and put it on the bookshelf. When I need when I need the person, then I call them. I don't need them put on the on the bookshelf. I don't need you. Da da da. No no no. That person a priority to me. And at the end of the day, guess what? If that person called me, I'm gonna drop everything to go see what's happening to that person because I value that person. Because the truth be told, the truth be told. No matter what this person did, the truth be told, it was for that person, we will not be in this place to receive this. See, everybody have a place, a place to, uh, part to play in your life. How you handle it. I have a lot of situations right now. Now people are struggling. I got a, 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 a text from somebody to ask me about something. And I just went straight out and I responded back and I just said straight out, say, how dare you? How dare you to even think to ask me something like that when you have not even fulfilled the obligation that what I've done for you a couple of months ago. And then they responded back and say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, that did not happen. I'm like, are you telling me the truth? Or are you just saying that because I called it out? Because see, from what I'm gathering and from what I'm seeing, you got your reward. Where's my payment? So until that is done, I have nothing else to say or do. And so that's the stand that where I'm at now. You see? I'm doing thousands of dollars of work and not even getting $10 out of it. So what's happening, I saw, um, I had took this workshop where this organization do a lot of volunteering. So what they do, they add the hours. Like they offer and they do so many hours and they, you know, the hours are calibrated to the, to the dollars. So that's community work. So I just did community work for that for that organization. So that's why it's so important that I have to get my stuff structured. So no, you're not going to see me at everything with everybody doing everything. I'm going to miss some stuff. But I'm still part of it. Right? I'm still part of you. Just because I'm not there in a physical don't mean I'm not with you. Go check your PayPal. I've served you. 
by giving. I support you by giving. And just because my giving is not this amount because of somebody else giving, that don't neglect my support. Because that's going to be back. Like I said, this is, this is my heart reflection rant right here. And if anything, you always hear me talk about it. I'm going to keep saying it until it rings at somebody. I am a single woman in the Lord, standing in faith, living holy. See, this is what gets me too. I'm, I'm striving to be that example in the body of Christ. And for individuals that are supposed to know my situation, I don't have to keep going over my situation with you. You you know where I stand. You know what I'm doing. You know where I'm at. So you know of me to that degree. Right? So with all that said, you should know me. You should know my spirit. How about that? So I don't have to keep going over and over and over and over over again why I'm not here, why I'm not there, why da-da-da-da-da. No, you should know my spirit. And like I said earlier, only thing I need for you guys is to pray firmly that Sister D, Lord, give us strength. We know you got her on a serious assignment. Cover her. Give her joy, everlasting joy, because the joy of the Lord is our strength, y'all. And I get my strength from my joy. God's grace is sufficient for me, so I, I need prayers of grace over me. That my angels continue to work on my behalf. To prepare that way. See, I got to know this for myself because I don't even know if people praying. People, people, I can tell when people praying against me. And what I mean by praying against me, they're praying the will that certain things be closed so they can have more time for me to be with them. No, you can't do that. That's control. That's witchcraft. You're supposed to pray for a person to fulfill their assignment in the earth that God has called them to do and get them the strength to fulfill it. Not for your own benefit. Because at the end of the day, you will be benefited for it. Don't go throw nothing in somebody's face to make it seem like you're better than them because you got all these other uh, avenues and A, B, C, D, E, F, G going. God got that going for everybody. If you're standing in faith for God, what makes you think you more than somebody else? What makes you think you get more views than more other people's views? It's not even all about that. At the end of the day, like the Lord was showing me this morning when he woke me up around one something when I started this whole series on this radio show. It's about the heart. And how easy it is that we be deceived about the actions of others and how the enemy comes and infiltrate. He has infiltrated within the church, you guys. The body of Christ. You are the church. So when I say church, I mean building, I mean you. You are the living word, the walking epistle of Christ. You are the body of Christ. Christ, Yahshua is the head. We are the body. 
We are his arms, his feet, his eyes, his voice piece. So the enemy has come in and infiltrated in you. And he used iniquity, my new devices, the little foxes, of others. That's the thing. Of others to deceive and who with you to, to manipulate what's really good that needs to be in your mess so the evil could be in your mess. But you call evil good and good evil. So what Dr. D is doing, I'm just sharing with you that if y'all don't know who I am, I'm telling you, you're showing, um, you, you should already know the things I post I'm about business, I'm about ministry, I'm about knowledge, I'm about history. God had me to to really get in here and learn about black history and our roots and stuff that's happening, things that's happening right now that even black folks, our black ministers, you don't want to deal with it. You want to stay on this surface thing, and God is trying to get us to our reparation, but yet we want to have things on the surface. No, you're going to have to stand. Sooner or later, you're going to stand for your people, period. I have white friends. I have my apostle is white. I call it vanilla ice. I have a vanilla ice veal uh, brother that's helping me. I have a lot of other white constituents. I have Asian friends. I have I have uh, Chinese friends, Vietnamese friends. I have all nationalities, and believe me. Especially my Asian friends and my, my Chinese friends, they tells me, I'm telling y'all what they're telling me. They say, y'all black people, y'all black people, powerful nation, and you don't even know it. This is what they tell me. Y'all powerful, you don't even know it. Come together, come together. Stay strong, stay strong. Power, powerful. So because I hear that, okay. I'm getting here and I'm doing my own self-teaching in history and listening to my other advocates to find out what is this really about. I've experienced discrimination. I have experienced profiling. I experienced everything that other people have experienced. My own son was in a situation. You see, this stuff is close to home. So I ain't got time to be trying to bring everybody. Yeah, we all on one accord. We all one people. But then, even in the Bible, God have a separation. And we are part of a nation, you guys. So don't don't try to separate me, you know, and make it seem like I'm going to be trouble. I'm not trouble, y'all. I just got the love of God, and I'm just here to to be that informer for my people. And I'm learning some stuff like, wow, I didn't know that. So I post it. I'm not ashamed to post it. So if you're embarrassed and, and you wanted me to be on a team, and now you like, oh, She's kind of radical, you know. You know, she might be a little radical and she'll be part of our team, but she might say the wrong thing and might offend other people. So let's just, let's just back up and, 
you know. Oh, oh, so now you want to back up from me now? I thought you want a diverse team. I thought you want a diverse speakers. You want you want people that's legit and authentic. People that's going to reach people that you can't reach. I must be reaching somebody because I got over 60, 60, 60K audience listeners. I have more than 27 countries that's listening to the, the boom factors being interpreted. And I think on this, they had, what, 17 foreign languages. My books are being bought in Japan um, Germany, my it's come on, y'all. Something must be happening here. I don't even know what's happening. So you can't say that I'm just a fly by night. No, I'm not. So you should know my heart. You should know my spirit. You should know what I'm about now. I'm serious about my business. I'm serious about my ministry. I'm serious about my love with people. Guess what? You know what the top thing is? I am serious about God and to please Him. And I'm serious about this place called hell that I would not be going to because of you. And as I always tell people, what you want to do? I'll get out in a public place. I love you all. I'm sorry if I offended anybody. I'm sorry. I repent. They say I say this. I'm sorry if I say that. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I did say that, and I repent for that. If you if you took it the wrong way, I'm sorry. I don't mean, I didn't mean no harm. I don't have time for pride. I don't lust after things. And if I fall in any situation, the Word of God tells us, the righteous fall seven times, but he'll deliver them out of them all. I don't purposely sin. I don't purposely hurt people. I don't purpose, purposely deceive people. I don't have hidden agendas. I come straight out and tell you, hey, like now, nah, it has to be a win-win. I'm going to stick by my word as much as I can. But if you recant on your word, there's nothing that I can do about it. Only thing I got to say is, okay, because that's what you choose to do. But I'm gonna honor my word, and I did. If I'm tired, don't come nitpicking me. If I'm tired, my Lord, how many times I can say that? Even my children know this, and I'm I say it all through my programs, especially those that know me here, locally, and back at home in Louisiana. People that know of me, they know me. People that really know me, they can look at me and say, oh, my sister, oh, let's pray. They embrace me, and we go on, and we still enjoy our day. But don't sit there and start nitpicking me and asking me questions. Because I'm say, girl, please, don't do that to me. I'm tired. I can't answer that right now. Don't, don't do that. But don't throw questions at me or don't. Just, just the certain stuff that you know you need a, a, a real answer for or whatever, don't do that to Dr. D. Don't do that to me. Don't do that, Sister D. Then you're going to go take it and run with it and make a big old thing about it. Then you're trying to make it seem like I'm this bad person and then I'm not with you and I don't like you and I don't want to be around you. Don't do that to me. 
I love everybody. I show you I love you by the things that I do for you. And I don't even tell everybody what I do for people because that's what the Lord said. Whatever you do in your secret place, I will reward you out openly. And guess what? That's what Daddy does for me. He reward me out openly. And see, that's where the problem come in because people put their mouth on me and then they're like, oh, Lord, but she's still doing this. She's doing, well, don't you think, quote, unquote, hey, maybe God is really with this sister. You better... I think we better, like, chill out. At this present moment, this is where I'm at. I don't have to explain nothing, but I feel I have to do this, and I'm going to do it. And then we're just going to go on. Because, see, after that, it's out in the open. It's out in the open. And now you still don't understand who Dr. D is and her personality and where she at. You ain't really for me anyway at all. You got a haterville spirit on you. You got an envious, jealous spirit on you. And that's just the way it is. And I can't control that. And that's on you. We gonna, we gonna do this or we not. My schedule is so all over the place, I don't know what's gonna, half the time I forget what day it is. Half the time I don't even know what time it is until, but I know that Sunday, Monday, oh, God got me now. Like today is Monday, today is my day, but guess what, I'm going and bless, I'm going to see a sister. I'm going to take care of, I'm going to see somebody today. And I'm going to go early so I can come back and still have time to do what I need to do. I am going to do that. And, 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 and he's giving me a schedule. God is giving me a schedule on doing certain stuff. And so so when people come and say, oh, come and do it, I say, oh, nah, okay, oh, no, wait, why you, no, 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 because see, that's going to that's gonna mess up the groove and the thrive, you know, and it, 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 it has to be something really, 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 really something that the Holy Spirit say, yeah, do it now, then yeah, we're going to do it, all right? So I pray that those that are hearkening to my voice, that listen to my program daily, and you really care about me, and you really care about what the assignment is, and you enjoy the Boom Factor show, you enjoy Danielle, you, you know, the things that's, that come forward, you're tuning in, I'm just sharing who I am, I don't, it, it don't matter, I don't care if you use it as a weapon against me or whatever, I don't, the really to tell you guys, I really don't care how you take it, but I do care to the point that I want you to understand who I am. I love you. I care about you. If I didn't, I wouldn't reveal certain things to you. I wouldn't share certain things with you. I wouldn't, you know, oh, yeah, come on, let's do this together, you know, and we make a big old thing about it, then you just walk away. Then you say you're going to do something else, but then you're doing something else with somebody else. 
Wait, what was that about? Oh, I understand. This was a constituent. I got it. No love lost. But with that point, don't flip the script that I'm not for you. See, that's where the problem coming at. Because, see, once you identify persons that come in and out your life, you still will still have love. All right? You're still supposed to show that spirit. It's, it's, you know, I, I just, I, I don't get how people just just do the things they do to people. I just, I, I just still can't get with that daddy. Daddy God got to help me with that. He shows me little stuff, but I understand because he showed me the other day. He was like, how you think I feel? How you think your brother feel, Yahshua? He took stripes for the very person that rejects him. How you think he feel about that? You still have love. That's that unconditioned agape love. That's what you have, daughter. I need you to keep it because they have a lot of people that don't have it and don't understand it, and I need you to walk in it. So that's what I'm doing, you guys. So if I come around you, if you don't know me, you listen to me, and I'm coming around you, and you even think you see that I'm tired, the only thing you have to do is say, matter of fact, you can just give me a hug. I love you, sister. Miss you. Love you. Praying that the grace of God strengthen you and the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's all I need from you. I don't need you to ask me no questions. Where you been? What's going on? Oh, we haven't seen you. Is everything all right? I don't need to hear all that. Of course. If you listen to my program, you should know everything is all right. Why do people do that? Don't do that to me. Everything is marvelous, trust me. But just because I ain't saying certain stuff, you think something's wrong. No, I'm learning not to say certain stuff because take, people take stuff and run with it. And I'm not going to be like the lady who created Matrix and Terminator and then they take their script and then you going on and doing what you want to do and then guess what? You getting paid and I'm not. The Lord told me to shut my mouth up. When you bring something out, it's done. So stuff that I talk about now, it's already done. I'm just talking about it. Because it's a hindrance. And people put their word, they put their mouth on your on your dream. And that, that caused another open door for spiritual warfare that they didn't give ammunition to the devil to come in and send an attack to hinder what you have to do that God told you to do. And we got to stop that too. That's a whole nother episode. See, I could talk about a lot of stuff, y'all. Oh, I'm I'm packing. Dr. D got a lot of stuff she can always talk about. Because I have experienced, oh my gosh, I have experienced so much stuff in life at a young age and never talked about it. This is my platform to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it. So this little segment right here, I'm, I'm, I'm really opening up my heart. Or once again, so people can understand, especially in the local area right here in Houston. I got people at home in Louisiana too. A lot of, you know, some people feel like when I come to New Orleans, but you ain't stopped by me and you ain't stopped by me. Hey, it wasn't for me to stop by you. 
You see what I'm saying? Hey, now if I say I'm at ABCDFG, then I think it's best for you to find a way to come to me. Let's do something because I'm not just going to be just, no. I'm on a mission when I go certain places for a certain reason. When I'm traveling, it's a certain it's a certain time and a certain season that I travel. And most of the time when I'm traveling, I wanna have fun. It's really getting away. If I'm on an assignment, then I'm on an assignment. Like we went to my daughter graduation, that was a timing for me to celebrate her. And we celebrate her. Whatever how she wanted to celebrate. We celebrate her because that's her timing. It's her time to shine. And that's a whole nother segment for me to talk about. People don't know how to celebrate people at their time of shining. They always want to come in and act like it's about them. No, it's not about you right now. It's about that person. Let's acknowledge and let's put the shine on, put the spotlight on that person because that, 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 that is that person's time to shine. That is that person's time to be acknowledged. And we're going to celebrate that person. When your time will come, we're going to celebrate you. Well, that's, I see that a lot even in church. Don't do that. Don't come and steal somebody else's shining time. <laughs> that's the best way I can put that. Don't come stealing somebody else's shining time. That's her time. Be happy for that person. There ain't time for you to add your little stuff in there. Now, I may do my little program or whatever, but I'm going to celebrate my daughter. And if my daughter want to get a pina colada, I'm going to celebrate with her. How about that? Come on, y'all. I'm, y'all know I'm telling the truth and shaming the devil on this one. We got to get out this little religious act thing, you know, and then, but, oh, when it's your time to shine, you want everybody, you want the world to revolve around you. It's all about you. But what about for somebody else? Let's, let's, let's give an opportunity to celebrate everybody that needs to be celebrated. Because at the end of the day, everybody have a tough road to get to where they're at. And so if they're at a certain place in their life, God is opening up and, and promoting them and celebrating them. And they're receiving their awards and they're doing this. Let's give that person their time to shine. Celebrate that person. Congratulate that person. Honor that person. Don't be hating on that person because you don't know their path. You don't know what they had to do, what they had to give up to get to that point in their life. And I think we need to stop that in the body of Christ, that jealousy and envious and competition that we have towards each other instead of celebrating each other. We need to stop that. And that's a whole nother episode that I'm not going to get in right now. So right now, I'm about to leave. I was supposed to be gone. But I just want to share my heart with this. And I just pray that those have ear to hear me on this part about me. This is about me and my heartfelt with reflections. Okay? And my love for you. And because I'm not there, don't mean I don't love you and I don't care about you. And I don't do all this kind of stuff. No, no, I do. You should know my spirit. You should know my heart. You should know me.
And that's all I got to say about that. How about that? <laughs> and I know a lot of people may not even like me for that. They're always going to find. And, and, uh, and you know what, too? And I'm going to go. I'm going to go on this one here. Because this was so funny. This was so funny. This was good because I didn't... I I never had heard those words before. Um, you know, it brought me back to my elementary stage. So that's why I just bring it up. It's a joke now. But the thing about it, what I'm learning about psychology and what people do, they try to throw their stuff on you to make it seem like you the problem, but really they're the problem. So when somebody say, do you really like this person? You got a problem with this person because A, B, C, D, F, G. Really, the reverse is, it's not so much as me, it's really the other person. So instead of them just saying, this person don't like you, they'll say, you don't like that person. Okay, so how I don't even have time to not like the person when I'm not even there? Duh. <laughs> that was so funny to me. You know what I'm saying? So when somebody comes to me with stuff like that, it just trips me. I was like, wait a minute, I don't even know you. What are you talking about? I thought I like you because you mentioned you needed this, that, and that, and I sent you the information. With no strings attached. I could I could have charged you. That was a two hundred fifty dollar uh, media kit that I could charge you for, and I gave it to you for free. And the thing about it, I gave it to you with all my stuff on it. So really, only thing you had to do was really change the questions, take my name off, put your name on it, take my picture out, put your picture in. You already had a structured media kit, vibrant digital media kit that you can utilize to advance your ministry and have the audacity to go to somebody else and say, I don't like you. See, tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. And I think we all will be all right, y'all. So if I make a statement about something, hey, let's look at the whole thing before you come and try to put me in check about something. See, this is where Dr. D have a problem with. But see, I don't even go to that degree. I don't even mention none of that. I'm mentioning it now because we're talking about some stuff. And I'm trying to clear some stuff out in the air so people can understand what's going on. And and don't take my situation as a, a, a charity case or a pity case or a sorrowful case because a comment was made uh, I heard somebody make a comment, and it was really a derogatory comment, like they was better than me because I was in a certain state. Okay, first of all, how did you know that unless it came from somebody else that I thought that was my confidant? That was between us. But now you go and share something with somebody that you didn't even have a right to go and share because that's a pattern with you. Because I picked that up too. But because I don't say nothing, don't mean I don't know nothing. How about that?
And then we always want to talk about it's not so much as what comes to us, it's our response to what comes to us. Well, no, I beg the difference. Because the word of God says we're not supposed to be offended, but woe unto the one that bring the offense. See, we see leaders quick to say, well, you shouldn't be so much offended. Pray for love, cast it out fear. If you have the law of the Lord, nothing should offend you. True that. But the, the word also say, woe to those that bring the offense. So I don't strive to bring offense to nobody. That's why I'm quick to repent. I'm quick to acknowledge. I am quick to take responsibility of whatever comes my way. If you say I did something, okay, I'm sorry I did. Oh my God, I don't, I don't remember that. I, I kind of remember things that I do, but if you say I did it, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I will make a public announcement. Who do I need to go and apologize to? But then I'm told, oh no, let's keep this between us. Nah, I'm just want to let you know. Okay, so now we got a problem because now it's just a one-on-one thing. So did this really happen or did you make this up? Or are you just trying to pinpoint something to me? I pray you're listening real good. Because overall, Sister D don't have that spirit on her. And I'm not going to let nobody put that spirit on me. I am free in those that are free, are free indeed because the truth, and this is the truth, this is the truth, and if you want to stand on the truth, say the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God, period, don't just nitpick stuff, y'all, and see, that's how a lot of, a lot of deception come in, a lot of uh, uh, betrayal come in, Broken relationships come in. Broken, breach contracts come in because of that one thing. We don't tell the whole truth. We tell pieces of truth, and that's how the door is open up for the devil to come in and add his little stuff in there. Now you got that stuff mixed. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. We may not like it, but hey, it is what it is. And I'm going to call it out. Because I want, I want people to stop trying to label me. Stop laboring me. Even though I know it's still going to happen. But I'm just, I'm just to this point in my life that God is just moving so fast. I don't have time to be stopping for all this other stuff that's happening. And so if you don't understand me, if you don't know me by now, if you don't know my spirit, my heart, hey, we all have our little flaws. I overlook your flaw. You can't overlook mine. If I made a statement, you can't. Oh, I know her spirit. She must have was tired. You can't look at the benefit of the doubt. You're supposed to know me. I've shown you. I've shown you who I am in the beginning, right now. Even while I'm talking right now, I'm showing you who I am. You hear my heart. This is me. I have no hidden agendas. I'm going to be there for whoever need me to be there for. I'm there with you. But I ain't going to let you. 
I'm not going to let you manipulate me. I'm not going to let you use me. I'm not going to let you talk about me and tell a lie about me. I'm not going to allow you to make it seem like I'm I'm a hard person to work with. That's a big no-no. And God forbid. And as Jesus had to tell the Sadducees and the, the Pharisees, you're vipers. You have the father, you're the devil. That's what he said. So if we don't get things right, we are no better than the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the word tells us that, that our righteousness have to exceed them. And even when they exceed their righteousness, we still filthy rags. Hey, come on. But in the midst of all of that, God said, I still love you. You have some things going on? Just come and talk to me about it. Let's sit down. Let's reason together. Let's lay this out. Let's find out what's going on. And so that's what I do with y'all. My daddy God, I lay stuff out. I say, Daddy, I need a session. I need a session. Can we talk? Family meeting. The family meeting is me, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, my angels. We have a roundtable discussion. Hey, this is what's happening. This is how I feel about it. You saw this. It's written in the books. People don't believe all that. So I bring all that before the Lord. You know where my heart was when I did this? You told me to do this. I did this. I brought every. I included everybody. I ain't just single out with one person. I brought everybody to dinner. I called, hey, let's do this. Y'all want to go do this here? We can go do this here. I ain't just single out just that person. Hey. See, we got to look at, we got to start, we got to sit back like my daughter said. As long as I'm in the picture, I can't see the frame, I can't see the whole picture. But once I come out the picture, meaning... Let's break away for a while so I can see what's really happening. Let me look back and stand and really look at this whole picture here. Hmm. The corners of the frame, the colors, the detail, the image, the actions. What was they thinking about when they painted this picture? Hmm. When we start doing that, then we start having a better understanding of everybody that is part of us. And then you can go on. And that's all daddy's doing with Dr. D, y'all. I still have no love laws. Now, I, I, can't, I can't keep, I'm not, he, now I ain't gonna say I'm not, I'm not allowed to do certain stuff. Because God said, I'm working this out. So I'm letting him work it out. So while he's working it out, I'm working on me. So working on me don't include you, but it do have something to do with you. And if you have any personal connection with me, it definitely have a lot to do with you. My audience, y'all that are listening right now, you have a lot to do with me. You're listening. You're partaking. You're learning. Everything that I'm saying, you may not agree with. Everything you're feeling, you might feel some, have some empathy 
on some stuff because you probably encountered some stuff too. And so now you have a better understanding. Oh, well, that's why that happened. Da, da, da. So now you can deal with situations a little better too now. And don't take everything heart. That's why I say guard your heart and your mind. Because we have an adversary, the devil. Now, because of the weaknesses and the shortcomings of others, the enemy will come in and infiltrate. You see what I'm saying? And slip in there and say certain stuff and do certain stuff. Not purposely, but it happens, but it is a cause and an effect. Now, you got to go back. And decipher the cause that made the effect. And look at the bigger picture, y'all. That's all. That's all Dr. D is doing because I get my heart caught up into stuff and I get hurt. And it hurts me real bad. But I cry it off and I keep it moving. But now it's to the point that the Lord said, no, I, you, you just can't keep operating like that. Because sooner or later, that hurt going to have you in the hospital. And I don't need you with a stroke. And a, y'all know strokes and heart attacks come for people suppressing the hurt and pain in their life. And it becomes bitterness and anger and unforgiveness. Oh, no, y'all never had me like that. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. If I wind up in a hospital for something, it's something else internal that I didn't maintain. Like right now, I need to go do a checkup. I know why I need to do a checkup. Because of two things. Last year, I encountered all that smoke, which I had talked about that. Okay. And I'm watching how I'm eating. And because my living arrangements, it didn't allow me to be able to cook my own food like I used to. So, yeah, I'm eating out a lot, going places, people taking me out to eat or whatever. So I was eating at a lot of restaurants and stuff. So now I'm able to prepare my own food now because I have my place now. If a lot of you guys didn't know, I'm telling you right now, I was homeless for these last two years. What? I shared that before in so many words. But I did not have a place to stay after Hurricane Harvey. So that's why it hurted me a lot too when people did certain stuff to me, said things about me, didn't really take in consideration on I was there to support even in the midst of I didn't have a car, I'm on a bus, I'm working two jobs, and I'm still supporting your ministry. I'm trying to support my ministry. I'm trying to support my business. I'm working in the in the last result. I'm homeless. I'm sleeping in my office. Hello. So a lot of things that happened, yeah, it really crushed me because I felt like, well, dog. And then I literally had somebody tell me in my face, loyalty don't mean nothing. That don't mean nothing. I don't care about all that. So what you was loyal? How can you tell that to somebody when you knew their situation? So that means you just upright use that person. Period. When somebody tell you that, that's what they're saying in so many words. And that's how I took it. 
it did some real damage to me emotionally to the point where it really like whoa I really had to like cry out to God about it then it was one thing after another one thing after another and if you listen to me last year uh, you know last year you kind of heard a lot of stuff that was going on with me that God was really you know grooming me and releasing me and some things and then even me preaching the messages and stuff that was going forward you know I was pressing through that y'all I was pressing through it but I did it I did it and I'm proud of myself that I did it and a lot of people didn't even know that's right so I I feel that I have a right to say what I'm saying now it's not the response. You know, you got to be careful with the response. No, this is the response. I pressed through it and I made it. How about that? I'm victorious because I pressed through it and I did it. I didn't act like the victim. I was victorious. I didn't come sagging and wagging. I came smiling and rejoicing and did whatever I needed to do to make it happen. And I did a lot for a lot of people in the midst of me being in the position I was in for the last two and a half years. And yes, I am proud of myself. And yes, God has pat me on my back. And yes, God has honored me. And I'm going to accept it. And I didn't know how all this came about. But guess what? I am walking in the ways of the Lord. The righteous man's footsteps are ordered by the Lord. And I'm walking the steps that he is putting before me. And with all that said, I know this is way over 15 minutes, <laughs> 30 minutes. I don't, I don't even want to look at the time. But this is really, truly reflections from Dr. D. Hart. And I just pray at this moment. Ooh, it's raining outside, y'all. I really pray now that a lot of you guys... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's, it's raining, but it's not raining hard yet. I really pray now. Now you're starting to understand. And I pray... I know people still ain't going to understand, but... I'm just sharing what I can share to share. All right, you guys. That's my heart. That's how I feel. And and my heart is in a good place for everybody. I'm, I'm trying my best. With the little that I have, be faithful with a little, and God make you rule over much. And I am being very faithful with the little that God has given me. Because I know at the end of the day, Guess what? My seeds, my harvest is going to be great. And my crowns going to be blinging. And they got many crowns, and I'm going to teach on that one day. We got a crown for everything that we do on this earth. And that's according to your assignment. So you got to make sure you're in your assignment, y'all. So I'm going to let y'all go. I love you. And I'm not just saying I love you. I really do love you guys with the love of Christ. And I demonstrate it by the actions. I just don't speak words. I strive my best to show it. All right? So let me go. Let me go.
That's all I got to say. God bless you guys. I love you. Peace. Good morning, you guys. It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor. And what's up, what's up, what's up? I know y'all got a lot of things coming from me. But, you know, I ain't had an opportunity to really share a lot of things that's going on. So, I'm just feeding it out there. Because you never know, it might be one of these weeks again. You won't hear me, hear from me in three days. So, I'm playing catch up. <laughs> and, um... I did a, a heart reflection on just sharing, just sharing me a lot of times, and, and it's going to happen. I know this already, y'all. I know somebody saying, well, yeah, you should know this already, but sometimes you got to reiterate. You know, the law repeated, um, Father God repeats a lot of stuff in the Bible. Why? Because sometimes we just don't comprehend it. And still, after he repeats something over and over and over again, as we see the world doing it right now, and, and not even so much the world. Um, you know, when we become in right standing with him and say that we saved, then the Bible is really instructions for us. He let us know what's going on in the world, but I think a lot of times believers kind of forget, hey, that's your role instructions. And with that, your lifestyle, your actions, your character has to line up with this and while it's lining up your mission is to go and reconcile others to him it's like just bringing other people along that's why jesus said you he told peter when you strengthen you go back and get your brothers so i can't go back and and get somebody else to come into the kingdom if i'm dealing with the same issues And the issues that I've dealt with, if I haven't dealt with them, how can they get delivered? Yeah, and I kind of understand the flow. So that's what I was sharing. Then I was trying to share my heart, trying to share and clear some misunderstandings because that's when I'm getting in the spirit. And I only talk about stuff when God puts stuff in my spirit, and then I start picking up stuff in the spirit. You know, I see things, I, I, you know, People send me an email, I get a text, and I'm like, why would you send me this? So the only reason why you are send me this, unless you have an issue or you think I got an issue, or y'all know how that go. So I just try to clear stuff up, and I tell people, you can get it from the source. You know, old Dr. D said that on her radio station, so I know that's not true. You telling a lie on her because she talked about this. You see, I'm just going to tell you my part that I played in it uh, and where I'm at. And the most important thing is I tried to, I strive to explain to people um, the difference when I'm tired. And that's why I really don't go nowhere. If I'm tired, man, I'm not going to go anywhere. But hey, if I know that this is important to you, I'm going to make an effort and make it there. And I believe... Some things that happens or have hap- or have had happened is because of information that I had or didn't have, all right? And then I was just tired. So if someone asks me a question and I answer and they're not used to, uh, first of all, if they don't know me, you don't know my mannerism, you don't know my spirit, you're going to take that the wrong way. 
So that's what I did in one of the episodes. I gave my little heart reflections. And then I think I remember I was saying about I take pictures and I like to, when I go places, I take pictures and I record. Well, I want to clear it up too. I don't take pictures of everything and I don't record everything. You know why? Because my grandson, we was out eating one time and um, I think something happened and I said, well, just get that lemon. You know, you can use a lemon for everything. A lemon can do it, everything. So my grandson said, it can't do everything. I said, what you talking about? It can't walk. Lord, he had a laughing down. <laughs> I said, boy, you sure using your brain. <laughs> I said, you know what, son? You are right. A lemon cannot walk. You're right. So that's not everything. So can we say the lemon can do most, most things that are needed? And so he sit there and talked, thanked all about him like, okay. You know, so I'm just going to recant on something. I don't take pictures of everything because when I go to the bathroom, I'm not taking pictures of me using the bathroom. All right. And when I record, I don't record uh, personal stuff from other people. Okay. So I want to play all that out because, you know, people take stuff and just run with it, man. It's a, it's a sad thing, but it happens. So I just want to clear that up, all right? I don't take pictures of everything, and I don't record everything, all right? You know, but as a, 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 a new radio uh, announcer or podcaster or whatever, if I want to report something or want to record something if I'm out and about, you know, I say, oh, look, I have a podcast. Would you like to talk about da-da-da? Can I ask you some questions? And then, hey, that's when I record or whatever, okay? So let's just clear that up. But uh, lately I've been talking about deceptions and motives and be careful. And and, and, and the only reason why I'm saying that is because that's what the Lord is telling me. And I'm sharing that with you and he's giving me the green light to share it with you. So if he's allowing me to share this with you, that means he wants you to be careful too. Because we're coming into an era in, in society that evil is good. And so because everybody's doing it, well, it's all right. Hey, it's been, it's passed at the courts and Supreme Court approve of it. So I guess it's okay. Let's go ahead and enjoy what's happening. But what does God say about it? Because see, at the end of the day, you guys, the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court of this world is not going to stand against the Supreme Court in heaven. Hello. And you're not going to have an attorney to fight on your behalf to get you in that heavenly realm. You're going to be standing up there by yourself. And then you have not accepted the blood of Jesus to cover you. And you have not repented and got things right with folks that you did wrong. Like the song said, take six months to clean up your own backyard before you try to come and sweep around mine. Hello, come on, y'all. So what I strive to do always through different segments and months, I always try to throw in that door, my heart in there so you can understand. And I throw my heart in there so you can take it and squish it because, hey, that's already been done. But what's going on with me, all right? Because a lot of times if you don't, know a person and then they pop up and people just navigate you know 
That's why I really, I have empathy. Okay, let's put it like this. And I'm talking about deception. And, and this wasn't really deception because this brother did this out in the open. And this was before I even was saved. And I know this wasn't right. You see. R. Kelly. Yeah, I'm bringing it up because I haven't really talked about it. He's singing the songs. He's telling you what, what he's doing. He made videos. You can see what he's doing. I don't care if, it, if it's fiction or not. If you perpetrating something, you're doing it. Unless you have a quote-unquote, this is based on true events. Or this is non-fiction or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like my book. My book are written is written from true events. My books that are being written and that I'm going to write, that's actually happened. The only change that's going to be changed is the names to protect the people that I can't get in touch with to get permission to use their name. But the events, oh yeah, they will be written in the books. And guess what? I will change their name, but guess what? If you had a part to play in any part of my life, that when I start writing my books, you will be in it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Because this is my truth. And I ain't put no lie in there. It's my truth. This is what happened. All right? So that's the only difference. And so I felt I needed to share my heart, even with a lot of things. Uh, somebody had um, had mentioned, uh, oh, you had sent me an email. And uh, they just was, con- they said it was concerned. Oh, I'm just praying for you, sister. I'm concerned. Because I haven't seen you, I haven't seen your dance ministry in a while. Hmm. To be honest with you, I don't really do dance ministry like some people do dance ministry. Um, especially during the first half of the year. Reason being, if a lot of people know of me, that's my business. Now, I, have, I do other the business throughout the year, but the crunch at that season where I need to be that the, the past couple of years, I did not do assignments during my, I think last year and this year, I kind of squeezed some stuff in and it, it really, I really see why I don't do nothing else during my tax season because I really try to squeeze some things in and um, they had some some uncertain some some family issues. I already talked about that. I ain't gonna re, I ain't gonna re, re, redo that again. But a lot of things that happened that kind of pressed me and really stretched me. I really was stretched this season. I really was really really stressed, really really stressed. And to be honest with you, I had no leverage. I had no leverage. I had no leverage. I had more attacks, but I had no leverage. What do I mean by leverage? I didn't really have nobody to come to my rescue. I had people to check up on me, but to really come to my rescue. Matter of fact, it was like stuff was added to me. People that really knew of me, it was like they added stuff to me. And then people that knew my situation, they didn't add stuff to me, but they made it seem like I didn't want to participate or I wasn't there. Or they, it, they made something negative out of it, which you already knew my position and what I'm, I'm doing. And so the email was like, oh, I 
just I'm concerned because your your dance ministry is very powerful. Well, let me let me recap. Our ministry benefited from your dance ministry, and I just was concerned because I haven't seen you ministering and dancing. I don't want you to give up. God is still faithful. You just still do this, and I'm just reading this email like, okay, so where is this coming from? Because I don't do dance ministry in the beginning, and because I feel that my dance ministry is prophetic, it's anointed, and it's also warfare. So I'm not going to put myself out there in warfare if I don't have strength. Normally, I do my, man, my, my, my ministry mostly at the newer part of the year, which is God's calendar. Come on, I see. I, I kind of operate on God's calendar, not so much as the Western calendar. So that's when you'll see a lot of me doing a lot of ministry, which I'll be coming up. You know, a lot of the dance ministry. I have some invitation right now. You'll see it. So it just, show, it just goes to show me how people automatically judge you or try to make it seem like it's, I call it the, the Job's friend syndrome. You know, you got the Job friends um, advisors that always want to come along and say certain stuff and they really don't even know what's going on. So that's why sometimes, maybe out of every two months or whatever, I just share my heart. And I and that's not you know what I'm gonna recant that too, not so much as sharing my heart, but this is where my stand is right now. And I guess it's the same thing, right, y'all? I don't know. And it give me a chance to go back. I go back and reflect on my own messages sometimes. And I say, oh, you know, I mentioned that, but I ain't talk about it. So let me talk about it on this episode. I don't want to leave a lot of cliffhangers. And just leave y'all dangling like, oh, she didn't finish. What's going on? She didn't finish that. She didn't finish that. Yeah, it's finished. It's probably mixed up in another episode. <laughs> so that's why I did that. And uh, I wanted to correct that too about the uh, taking pictures of everything. Because I remember my, grand, my grandson said, Lemons don't do everything, mama. It don't walk. They can't walk. That was so hilarious, man. We was, we was joked out when that boy said that at that dinner table, and he was telling the truth. He was telling the truth. But it was so hilarious how you have, have, um, have your babies identifying stuff, you know. And Daddy God does that with us too. He had us identifying some stuff. If you take time to listen, and so I'm just, I just took time out to express where I'm at, what's going on, you know. And those that um, that's trying to figure me out, I don't know why you're trying to figure out me. Just, just, just love me with the love of Christ. Be there for me, you know. Pray for me. Don't allow the spirit of deception to come and talk to you. Get the devil out your ear about me. You're supposed to know me. You know. If you love me, you're supposed to know of me. And then we leave it like that. And then nobody will have a problem. We all can grow together.
as we go together so we'll slip foot the enemy he won't have nothing to say he can't say nothing because we, we done blocked him right we done blocked him he can't say nothing he have nothing to say you have nothing to add to this conversation that that's how we have to start telling the devil you come whispering in your ear what what get out you have nothing to do with this conversation devil get back I resist that in the name of Jesus. I don't want to hear nothing about that. That don't have nothing to do with me. I pray for my sister. I pray for my brother. Get out of my ear. If we start doing that more, the devil will tiptoe somewhere else. But no, we entertain the devil, you know. You know, oh, what, really? We get into that little gospel unclean spirit thing. And act like you're praying for the person. You ain't praying for that person. You, you got something about that person. See, that's another thing why a lot of people don't 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 come around me because I don't have time to do that. Yeah, I'd be quick to say, "Well, really? Did did, did you did did you did you did you give some type of assistance to the person? Did you find out what's really you know?" <laughs> and they look at me like, "What? No, but this is what? No, 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 no." You have no right to add nothing to that person's life if you didn't help them out. Period. You have nothing to say. You out of order. You know, it sounds like you're trying to bring the person down. You ain't trying to help that overlift that person. Ooh, child. How she doing that? She need a car. She need to do this here. Okay, so do you have the do you have the resources to give me a car? Do you know somebody? I literally know somebody that literally came and told me this. And I looked, I was like, well, well what did you tell him? Oh, I said, I'll be looking out, whatever. I said, what you mean you be looking out? Uh, duh, I need a vehicle. Oh, yeah, that's right, sister. That's right. Yeah, well, I got to get back with him. Y'all already know what happened with that. How can you tell somebody that they, somebody that bless you, somebody that bless you, and they literally told you we will have an opportunity to bless somebody with a new car. And if you know somebody that's in need of a vehicle, give them, tell them to call us, tell us to come over here and we will bless them. But yet you coming by me, right? You coming by me, you got your blessing, and then you telling me this, and you know I need a vehicle. Y'all yeah, see what, what what's happening here? So right then and there, you were showing me that you didn't see value in me, and you, you say you concern and care about me as a sister in Christ, right? Bragging, right? And the person that blessed you say they have an opportunity to bless somebody. You know, bless some other folks. Let them know if somebody else, let them know. And not just let anybody know. Somebody that you really know that really need a vehicle. And so so many words that deserve to receive this blessing. And you didn't see that I was valued enough. I didn't did a major contract for you. Didn't even charge you. See, see, this is what the daddy is getting me to look at y'all this year. 
You could have paid me with that referral right there. And we would have been good for life. Because you looked out for me. But no, you looked out for yourself. Then you come flaunting in my face about it. And the only thing you had to do was get a person my name and telephone number. But guess what? Don't that remind you of somebody? That remind you about the story of Joseph. He interpreted dreams, right? And he asked them, don't forget about me. And it took three years. They got out of of prison and Joseph was still in prison. And they forgot about him. Until one day. And the only reason why, I don't know if it was the baker or the, or the, uh, the watchman, the one who tests the wine for the pharaoh. But the only reason why I feel he mentioned Joseph because the pharaoh was about to get rid of all of them. He said, oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I know somebody. I know somebody that come interpret that dream. <laughs> because when I was in jail, da, 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 he did this set and I got out the next day. And I think the only reason why he did that because he was thinking about himself. But three, three years, it said uh, three score. The, the Pharaoh had a dream. And that's about the crops, right? And that's when he remembered Joseph. And he, and he called Joseph out. And that's what the Lord has showed me. He said, there's got a lot of people that have opportunity to bless you. I have touched many hearts. The Lord told me this. He showed me this. He said, you supposed to be in your vehicle December. I was like, whoa. But they ain't felt that you was worthy to get that vehicle. He said, don't worry about it. I'm going to deal with it. But hey, don't worry. I'm going to take care of you. But see what I'm saying, y'all? This is what Dr. D got to go through. Not just me laughing. And I was like, and I'm getting excited because I'm thinking he about to say, I'm thinking he about to say, oh, they're going to be calling you. Matter of fact, he go to the number right here. Let's Look, matter of fact, I'll bring you over today. Nah, that ain't happen for me, y'all. Mm-mm. Didn't think about that. I had somebody else, and then I'm I'm here doing um, fundraiser letters for a ministry. Well, really, it was another person that wanted to do something for their sister to help her get a vehicle. And I'm doing the flyer for the vehicle, knowing that I need a vehicle. And I ain't say nothing about it. But this person know, this organization knew, Excuse me. This organization. He he was part of this organization. Somebody else I did a project for. Did their website, flyers, did their um, business flyers and everything. And then I did tell him, I said, oh, you got to pay me for this because I'm going to get this from Office Depot because you about to go into that neighborhood and we want to have some nice flyers for you. Didn't have the audacity because I put the stuff outside the um, outside my office. And the time that they came, I had just got off from work and I was tired. And I texted them. I said, look, I'm going to put it right here outside the door. I'm going to sleep. I'm tired. Because y'all know 
I was my you know I was displaced from the hurricane. So I'm still working. I'm still doing what I need to do. I'm still sowing seeds. I'm still helping folks. And so they got an attitude because I wouldn't open up the door. Why I gotta open up the door? Your stuff is outside the door. Slide me my money underneath the door, and I'll get it when I get up. They didn't leave no money. They sure took that box of flyers and went on about their business. And I ain't hear from them no more. And then I call and say, well, didn't you forget something? Oh, I thought you probably had somebody in there. You ain't want to open the door. What the hell? What are you talking about? I'm at my office. I'm just going from work. What are you talking about? I got somebody in here, and I ain't want to open the door. Why should I open the door 6, 7 o'clock in the morning when you when your stuff is right outside? See, people got the wrong motives about stuff. I was kind of like, what in the world? What was that about? Oh, because now I am over the door, so you feel you don't have to pay me? Man, come on, y'all. See, something else got to be... I'm just sharing with y'all some stuff I got to deal with, with business. And with business, even with ministry, it's business. When you got to deal with marketing items and websites and stuff like that, that's business. And so I, I do a lot of that. I've done a lot of that for free. And, and I feel, I say, well, I'm going to sow into your ministry. Since I know I can do this, it's no problem for me, but it's time. But time is money. So since I can do this, I sow this into your ministry on the business side. All right? I chunk that up. And hey, be gone. But don't forget about me. Hey. Well, guess what? They forget. So that's why Dr. D just mosey on on and keep doing what she's doing. That's all. Hey, okay. Don't lie on me. Don't try to make it seem like I'm the problem. No, you just had the wrong motives about issues and different things. And because certain stuff didn't go your way that you thought, now, now I'm a problem. I wasn't a problem when I was doing that website. I wasn't a problem when I was doing the flyers. I wasn't a problem when I did that contract. Or well, I wasn't a problem then. They were just constituents, y'all. I'm learning the difference. <laughs> At first, I didn't know. I'm still, like, green on a lot of stuff. So, Holy Spirit got to teach me. So, now, I don't I don't have... I'm forgiven. And I don't have that little... That little, um... Stinking, itchy feeling. I understand what part people play now in my life. And I'm good with it now. At first, I wasn't. Confession is good for the soul. I, I wasn't because I didn't understand. I just didn't understand, y'all. I just didn't understand the mechanism on the actions that people displayed toward me. But the Lord have shown me, and now I'm free, and now I can deal with certain situations better. So, like I shared with you guys last week sometime, I don't remember, you know, that God is just, he just redoing, he rebuilding. You know, the word of God comes to tear down so it can be rebuilt. To reprove, you see, to encourage you. And uh, I got to get what that scripture said. But that's what the Father had to do with me. 
tear down the old structures, the old way I was doing stuff, and rebuild his way, the anointed way, you know, putting that invisible shield, you know, like on the Black Panther, how they had when that was a bad shield, man. And it protected the whole city, just like the wall, the wall of the, the, the wall, uh, the tower, or David's Tower. Well, I walked to David's Tower because I was, I was, I did go to Israel. And man, that is true. You can ride a car on that wall too, matter of fact. You know, so some things I'm understanding much clearer. I don't have a problem. I just look and say, oh, okay. And I keep it going. So that's what I was sharing. But I wanted to clear that up. Too. So none of us will be state, you know, be stuck in that deception mode. No, God doesn't want us to be stuck in that deception mode. He wants us to have clear understanding about everything that's going on. My hair is growing out so fast. It's growing out so fast. I have to touch it up. You know. It's raining and I want to um let's see if I can do it like this. So yep. And I'm gonna see what else I was sharing I didn't clear up. Mm, I think that's about it though. We don't have nothing else to say about it. Live my life as a golden, <laughs> like Jill Scott said. You know, just make sure that hey, and see, I really want to give some people some prompts and um, share some things. I really don't know how to do that yet. I'm waiting on the Lord to tell me what to do and how to do with that. I'm just gonna leave it at that. But right now, this is where I'm at. And so, one day at a time, y'all. That's where Dr. D is. One day at a time. But see, that's a bit pettiness to have to deal with certain individuals. <laughs> and um, and that's what happens too to me. People forget. got to keep my mind on the examples that that leave for us in the Bible. That is our manual. So sometimes you will get, you will be forgotten about with people, not with God. Because God ain't going to forget. And like he told uh, like he told Mordecai to Esther. You know, Esther was like, well, I can't go before the king unless he called me. And she, at first, she was coming up with all these different scenarios. And Mordecai just told her, he said, well, if you do it and if you don't, you're still going to be part of the judgment. And God is going to raise somebody else up. Why not go ahead and, 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 and you are in that position for such a time as this. You go ahead and be obedient and just go ahead and do what you got to do. And if not, well, God be with you. So, hmm, that's where I'm at with folks. 
God want to use people to be a blessing to other folks. But you know what? We get our flesh in it. We want to look at certain things and we want to prejudge people. You really don't know. Right? Just go ahead and obey God. If God tell you to do something, do it. If he tell you to give something, give it away. Let it go. That's a thing. If he tell you to give money to something, give it. Because he got something greater and bigger. And believe me, when I be obedient to God, whoa, he's going to give it bigger. The return going to come back. Now, when I'm giving, and then also he shows me, when he said, I want you to, I want you to do something because I want you to see something. If I sow my seed into somebody's life, all right, I'm sowing my seed into their life, period. But if their motor's not right or whatever, and if I keep sowing seed, and then God tell me to stop and I keep sowing seed, then my stuff start drying up. And once my money start drying up, oh, I'm backing up. I'm like, whoa, something right with this ground. This ground is not fertile anymore. Something wrong with this ground. This ground need to get tilled and watered and something's happening because I ain't getting the harvest back. And so that's when you have to really identify is that good ground you're sowing into. I don't care what they're doing or saying or you getting a return on it. Sometimes it's immediately and sometimes it's not. But something's going on to the point where, hey, I'm not getting a return on this. No matter what happens, you're going to see a manifestation. Now, I know a lot of things that I have reaped in Houston that the Lord told me that I'm reaping from New Orleans. Because, whoo, I sowed a lot of seeds in New Orleans. Lots. Much. Whoo. Much seed. The seed I sowed in, in New Orleans, I should have had two houses paid for. Then when I came over here in Houston, my Lord, I should have property all over the place. And I and when I came to Houston, I had nothing. Come on, y'all. I'm talking. So where Father have have me right now here in Houston, it's a miracle of God. And I already know, I know why some got ill will and certain stuff is happening, but I can't give an account for that. The only thing I can do is build blessing and do what I have to do. And then I also see that my footprints, wherever I'm at, they got other people following it. Oh, that's what I'm gonna go do that too. Oh, that's what she doing? I'm gonna do that too. Oh, then I'm gonna talk with her and see about how to do this so and we can do it together. And then they'll go run off and do it. And then I am not even part of it. But they'll come and ask for a donation. Wow, really? Nah, that's not kosher, man. It's not kosher at all. And a lot of people have done me that too. Oh, I want to sit with you and see how you do this and do that. And maybe we can work together and be a team. And I said, oh, well, that's awesome. I said, I would love to have that a mission team to do this and do that. And then they're going to run off and, and doing good. Doing good. And I support them. But then I always sit back and ask God, now, why did that happen like that, Lord? Because I thought we were supposed to be on a team together. 
just people have their only way, you know. So I also know that hey, I'm not called to everybody. One thing I do know for a fact, a lot of people have an issue with me with my braids. And I'm talking about my own black folks. You don't get tired of them braids. You sure got a lot of hair. Why you don't wear your hair? Um, you gonna give me $60 a week to keep my hair up? Hey, I'm waiting for somebody to do that. Until somebody can do that, I will be in my natural hair. Every week you'll see me in my natural hair. But I don't see nobody throwing no money my way. Hey, so I say la. <laughs> so at this present moment, this is what I can afford. My my hair. And I can still maintain my hair. See. But then I got other folks. Oh my god. Who did your hair? It's beautiful. How much it costs? Where? Who? I said, oh, I do my own hair. What? You do your own hair? Well, how? Oh, my God. So much talent. That's gorgeous. You just a ray of sunshine. And I just get all kinds of compliments. You see people that, that supposed to know me, they got a problem. And you heard I say they have a problem, not me. Because I go, I say, okay, daddy, what colors do you want me with this year? How you want me to do this? And I sit right there before their hair and I wait. To the point where the people come, can we help you with something? No, you cannot. I got this. I'm waiting. I guess they be looking right. What is you waiting for? <laughs> I'm waiting to hear from the Holy Spirit to find out what daddy want me to do with my hair. He said, okay, now I want you to do this for that. Da, 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 da. Yes, Lord. See, that's how we do that. That young lady yesterday in the Uber I'm just talking to y'all right now. And uh, she said, oh, I'm going to tell you right now, I just envy your hairstyle because I want to get my braids. But my husband is not going to allow me to get my braids. And i just let you know my husband is white. And I'm going to tell you why he don't want me to go get my braids. It's not like a race thing. And I'm sitting here listening like, uh, I didn't ask you about nothing where's this coming from <laughs> and she just telling the truth you know and she said well this was really out that's why i do my hair and they put it so tight it was 250 dollars it was so tight that it was hurting my head it was pulling my hair and i had to take it out after the second day i said the second day i said it was that tight i said oh my sister the only thing you had to do was get a hot cloth you know, I say, you don't have no homegirls, girl. I say, this, somebody should have told you the right thing. She said, girl, nobody don't know nothing about no braids. I said, oh, so you hang around a lot of white folks? And uh, she was like, well, practically not. Because we from, uh, I forgot where she said she was from. 
Oklahoma or somebody. Cleveland, I don't know. She's not from here. She, uh, she got married and then moved down here. And so uh, I said, the only thing you had to do was get a hot towel and put on your head to ease the tension. You know, and she, and she said, it was itching. I said, well, what kind of hair was it? I said, because sometimes that hair, your scalp is allergic to it. I said, I use, and I was just was sharing to her, I was just sharing with her what type, the only type of hair I, 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 I put in my hair is just Brazilian style because I don't have that itching problem. I don't have that that breakout. It do, it's not heavy. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just easy to manage. It don't get tangled. It, it don't have an odor. You know, some of the hair have an odor. You know, I keep my hair moisturized. I just was trying to give her some some tips, you know. And she was like, oh, I wish I would have known you, such and such, because, oh, I had a problem. And now I want my hair, and my husband ain't going to let me get my hair because I had to take it out. I said, well, no, you just got to have the right person to do your hair. Well, you think you could do mine? I said, no, I do my own hair. You do your own hair? I said, yeah, I bring my own hair. I don't let nobody touch my hair. I said, um, because, you know, A, B, C, D, F, G, and it's just a no-no. I said, matter of fact, I think, um, well, I ain't going to say thing. I know for a fact that a person got offended because I told them, no, you're not touching my hair. I'm doing my own hair. And it was adamant. Oh, God, let me do your hair. I can do this. I said, no, you're not. No, I'm not. Respect what I want. I'm not, I do not allow people to touch my head. I do my own hair, period. And I think this person really got offended to the point where they didn't want to talk anymore. And I, I can't control that, y'all, but that's just me. So that person may be going around saying, oh, well, she's stuck up. She don't want to do her hair. She ain't all this. She ain't all that. You see how people just think, take stuff and just put their mouth on you? I'm just saying that. I'm not saying that the person is doing this. But however, your actions kind of demonstrate how you feel about me because we don't even talk anymore. Y- y'all see what I'm going and and I have to put two and two together. And I can point out, I can literally point out a time, the situation, what happened, what you know, I can point it out. That stopped the communication. A lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to take responsibility. They don't want to look at the full perspective of something. Because I am in the business of keeping peace. In harmony, but I also understand that everybody is not gonna stay around in your life. They're gonna fall into some categories that we have to accept, y'all. And I know for me, that's what I'm going through. I'm going through that metamorphosis, metamorphosis, or metamorphosis. I'm coming out this cocoon, and God is making me a beautiful butterfly. And, and as I'm changing. He's teaching me and he's training me. He's training me. Because other people try to train you and teach you stuff and they're only teaching you their idolatries and their uh, methodology of stuff. What what do God say about it? Because at the end of the day, God don't control us. He don't manipulate us. He don't deceive us. He don't lie to us. He don't put a burden on you. 
He let you be free as a bird. God loves us to the point that he will let you stay in your sin until you get tired. See, that's the God we serve. He is sovereign to that degree. Us as humans, we don't even have sovereignty in us. Because we'll throw a stone at you for just looking at you wrong. <laughs> You'll see what I'm getting. You see what I'm saying? That's just how it is. That's just how it is, y'all. And until we come to that, to that, um, that spiritual knowledge and out of carnality, that's just how it is, period. And we have to accept the fact. And I'm, I've, I have accepted the fact now because I have a better understanding. I didn't have the understanding. I was trying to understand. I was trying to understand in my own flesh, and God had to pull me out. He said, I need you to look at this in the spirit because it's bigger than that. It's bigger than what you think. And when it's all said and done, it's the devil trying to just steal, kill, and destroy you. Just like you're trying to do with everybody else, but we're not really sitting there looking at the whole perspective of the picture. Because the enemy knows if y'all unite, that's power. Now, we got to separate all this power. That's too much. You got that person on your team to do this, and this person on your team to do this here. Oh, no. We, we got to do something here, boys. You got to go over there and separate that. You got to come up with something. You got to find something. And definitely with her. We got to get her out the way, period. Because we ain't going to be able to touch nothing. We ain't going to be able to do nothing because she in the mess. You got to find something on her and get her away from that team. But now we can come in and we can do what we want because she, she ain't going to be there. That's what the devil does. Cause I, I I know where I, I know what I stand for, and and I ain't got time to play. The devil manifested himself one time in a midst of deliverance and told the pastor, and I can get this confirmed. Told the pastor and pointed at me and said, "Get her out of here, cause she all about Jesus, and we can't do what we want to do with this person." She got Jesus. Get her out of here. And this is doing a deliverance service and spoke to the person that we were trying to deliver these demons out of. And they had this other person with them. And that person spoke on their behalf and said, get her out of here. She got Jesus. That's Jesus over there. He ain't supposed to be in here. But they really were talking about me. And I started laughing. I said, I ain't going nowhere. And just because that, you coming out of that person in Jesus' name. So whenever they had deliverance or whatever, they had me always there. I'm not trying to brag, but I'm telling you what happens. I'm telling you what happens. I'm not a perpetrator, y'all. I'm not a perpetrator. I'm for real with this, this walk here. I'm for real. Like that song say, I'm for real. I forgot how the rest of it go. <laughs> yep. That happened to me a lot of times. And then one ministry, that was back at home in New Orleans. 
And um, what's up, what's up, Pastor? I don't know if you listen or not, Pastor Cole. That's that's my spiritual dad in New Orleans. And um, we have a lot of demon manifestations that that come through. And um, my spiritual mom that I went to when the funeral I went to this year, that she passed on a lot of demon manifestations that church took. Them, them demons always spoke spoke out. Get her out of here. Get her out of here. Get her out of here. That's how they say. They talk about me. Get me out of there. Cause see, they wanted to stay in that person who was delivering them out of. And see, I sit back and watch them. They praying over the person and losing the blood of Jesus. And I'm just standing there like. What y'all doing? Just cast that devil out. <laughs> and then they'll call me over. Sister Danny, come on over here. I was like, well, it's about time. But then, you know, everything has to have its timing because you don't want to get in there and start praying and doing some stuff if you don't have that anointing and the authority because some, some people have some serious devils in them. I need to share that with y'all. Since I'm on this subject about deception and the devil and demons and being deceived. I think I need to share some of those spiritual encounters that I had with devils and demons. Unclean spirits. The supernatural things. I have a lot of supernatural uh, experiences. That's why I laugh when I be seeing these conferences. Supernatural sisters, supernatural empowerment, supernatural. When they be having these folks, and then I, 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 I they show it on the. Um, sometimes they stream stuff live, or I hear somebody say, "Oh, I went to this conference, and they they gave us a workbook and everything." And I was like, "Okay, so." What was the supernatural part? Did they, what happened? And so when they start sharing stuff, I'm like, oh, really? Hmm. I said, well, they should have invited me. <laughs> I would have given them some serious supernatural stuff <laughs> to make your hair stay on top of your head. <laughs> and then we would have demonstrated it too, because it would have manifested itself. I knew it would have manifested itself. When I just show up at places, I could tell the demons be looking. They be looking at me. And I be looking right back at them. And, and tell them, I see you. Just like they say, they look at me like I see you. And I look right back at them and say, yeah, and I see you. So don't even try it. They know their time is winding up, y'all. Y'all, you guys got to just be prepared. And you can't be afraid. But the only reason why some are afraid they don't want to deal with the demonic because they're not free in themselves. You don't see a lot of deliverance going on. You see a lot of people praying over people and 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 hamba shamba shamba and putting their hands on them and you know well, what a deliverance because then when they leave the the conference they're going back and do the same thing they did when they came to the conference. They ain't supposed to be like that. If you go into a healing delivering service, you should have a change. Right? Y'all, come on. 
I think I'm going to do that. Let me, because this could be part of my supernatural book I'm writing. And I can get this to my interpreter, because he keep calling me too. Just a D. Where my work at? You say you're going to have this in there? I say, I know, I know. I got to pull the episode so he can transcribe it. So, yeah, I could talk to y'all while I'm doing this. I got, like, a couple of more to do. I'm, I'm touching up my hair. So, yeah, I, I could share with you guys some supernatural, some demonic stuff that I had encountered. And um, this could be part of my book. Y'all help me. So, I'm going to put that on the next episode, okay? All right, you guys. Thank you for listening to me. I'm just talking, sharing right now. I haven't been communicating with you guys. I'm sorry. I have not been talking to y'all, but now you're getting it. You're getting a lot. So enjoy. God bless you. Don't forget next month, we'll be going to the award show and we'll see what's going on. Three categories, you guys. Preferably, we'll get something out of one of those categories, okay? Thank y'all for that, too. I appreciate everybody that had voted. Because that was a long time from November to March. My Lord, have mercy. But those that stuck with me and honestly voted for me, I thank you. I really appreciate the time and the effort. Because I know you had to vote for everybody for my vote to count. And I really appreciate that. I really do. Okay? And so, if y'all want to on this episode... Inbox me and let me know what state, what country, what city that you live in. And I'm going to put you on the list because as I stated, this will be the first year that the Boom Factor road trip will be literally on the road. And so, um, well, we're always on the road, but this will be literally the first field, the first road trip that... The boom factor we have. We're gonna have t-shirts and all kind of stuff I'm gonna have with me. And uh, we're gonna really do this thing. And I'm looking for some testimonies, okay? So I'm coming to a city near you. Boom factor, okay? New York is the first stop. Alright? So the rest of you guys, anybody listening out there, just send me a message and let me know what country you're in, what city, what state, and I'll have you on a list. And then we're going to say, okay, Father, where you want us to go next year? All right? All right. God bless you. Love you. Later.